It's Hard to Believe, the podcast that brings you absolutely true but very hard to believe stories. I'm your host, G Wiz. Now let's get into it. The Pyramid Connection. Did prehistoric people visit America? Let me guess. You were probably taught in school that at the end of the last ice age, about 12,000 years ago, for the first time ever, humans traveled on foot across the Bering Land Bridge from Asia into North America, and then eventually spread southward all the way to modern-day Chile in the Southern Hemisphere. This Bering Land Bridge theory was accepted as fact until recently. In 2009, scientists working in New Mexico discovered fossilized human footprints from at least 21,000 years ago which proved that we arrived in North America much earlier than we were taught. Also, in northern Mexico, human-created stone tools were found in Cueva del Chiquijite that date back to over 31,000 years ago. Unfortunately, since humans tend to settle near the water, most of the physical evidence that these ancient explorers would have left behind was probably submerged when the last ice age ended and sea levels rose. It's tough to be an archaeologist. Archaeology is the kind of science where you start with an educated guess, then you build upon that guess and associate new findings with your original guess. This can go on for centuries until something definitive either proves or disproves your original hypothesis, like the fossilized footprints. Even when new, undisputable proof is presented, it can take decades for archaeologists to accept the new findings, like the fossilized footprints. Scientists had based their land bridge theory around the understanding that the ice would have created an impenetrable barrier by land, and ancient people didn't have the seaworthy vessels that could cross the vast oceans. So the Americas remained uninhabited. However, a newer theory, known as the Kelp Highway, proposes that ancient people didn't need to venture far from shore to reach the Americas by boat. They could have simply followed the ice shelf all the way across the Pacific long before the end of the last ice age. They would have camped on the icy shores at night, then fished and hunted seals by day, slowly pushing eastward toward the Americas. Those people would eventually become the Olmecs, Toltecs, Zapotec, Mayas, Aztec, Nazca, Wari, and so on. We also have strong evidence that the early Europeans did the same thing, except across the Atlantic. I mention this because today, it's almost universally believed by archaeologists that the pre-Columbian, by the way, that just means before Columbus showed up, that these early societies of the Americas had no contact whatsoever with the civilizations of the Eastern Hemisphere. Remember, Christopher Columbus just discovered this new world in 1492. Before that, it was totally unknown. Unless you count the Vikings in the 11th century, which no one does, so no contact, just thousands of years of total isolation. But consider this, thousands of years ago, on completely opposite sides of the earth, two different societies made pyramid building a central focus of their culture. Sure, that could just be a huge coincidence. And it's hard to believe how many coincidences the pyramids of Egypt and those of Mexico and Mesoamerica have in common. Of course, the most obvious coincidence is the shape. The wide base becoming more narrow as it rises is symbolic of the way all civilizations are structured. The base represents the general population, as you rise the width narrows representing the classes, until at the very top the ruling class is supported by all those underneath. Or maybe that's just how I see it. 
Anyway, in both Egypt and Mesoamerica, the pyramids were used as tombs for the ruling elite and represented a link between the earthly realm and the afterlife, kind of like hospice. For both societies, the pyramids themselves were a testament to the power of the ruling class, the prosperity of their empires, and established them as living gods. You know, the way rockets are used by billionaires today. And on both sides of the world, the pyramids were built using megalithic construction, which basically means that they use giant blocks of stone cut so precisely that they fit together so tightly you can't even pass a razor blade or a piece of paper between them. Scientists still debate how any of these ancient peoples on either side of the world were able to quarry, move, shape, and place the stones without using advanced technology or unions. In both Egypt and Mexico, hieroglyphic writing and iconography were used in and on these structures to record the history of the contemporary rulers and lay out the rules for safe passage to the afterlife. And most significant of all, at sites in Egypt and those throughout the Americas, the pyramids line up with significant astrological events. For instance, the Great Pyramid of Giza in Egypt is known for its precise alignment with the cardinal points of the compass, which demonstrates an advanced understanding of astronomy. Similarly, some Mexican pyramids, like the Pyramid of Cucucan in Chichen Itza, were constructed with alignments that coincide with significant celestial events, such as the equinoxes. These alignments emphasize the importance of astronomy in both cultures. It's hard to believe, but pyramid building isn't the only evidence of ancient contact between the Americas and other parts of the world. In the Middle East and throughout the Americas, you will find strikingly similar ball courts used for sports and ritual activities. Kind of like rugby and American football, or soccer and European football. The presence of certain crops, like corn in both the Americas and Africa, and the potato in both the Andes and Europe, is also intriguing. These crops might have been carried across the oceans through contact or trade over a millennia ago. And then there are the out-of-place discoveries, like Roman coins found in Venezuela and Maine, or the numerous ancient Egyptian words that are still part of the indigenous Hopi language of the American Southwest, or the time I found my son doing the dishes. But most significant of all is the DNA evidence. DNA research has indicated that some indigenous South American populations share genetic markers with Pacific Islanders, suggesting ancient trans-Pacific contact. Does that make them our transcestors? Additionally, the presence of European and African genetic markers in some Native American populations has raised questions about potential pre-Columbian contact. It's hard to believe, but many modern archaeologists think it's just a matter of time until we find definitive proof that ancient humans were in fact global travelers thousands of years ago. You can find links and more information about this topic and our complete library at our website, hardtobelieve.blog. Thank you for listening. This has been Hard to Believe. I'm your host, G. Wiz, asking you to please like and subscribe for exclusive content.